This is The Structuring Podcast. G'day and welcome back. Terry War here with The Structuring Podcast. And today's episode is about the payment of super death benefits to the deceased estate. So what happens with super? When the member dies, their super fund has to pay out their death benefits. So their superannuation balance plus any life insurance, etc. When that comes out, it can only go to what is called a dependent. And dependents are defined under the CIS Act, the superannuation legislation. And it generally includes spouse, children, financial dependents, anyone living in a interdependency relationship. And also it can include the deceased estate. So that's who can get the benefits. But there's another aspect, and there's the taxation of those benefits. And to make matters confusing, there's a Tax Act definition of the word dependent, which is different to the CIS Act definition. So the main difference is adult children are not generally Tax Act dependents, but they are CIS Act dependents. So that means that adult children can receive super from their deceased parent, for example. But if they're over 18, they will generally be taxed on that money. And that's assuming they're not financial dependents. So what happens when the deceased member's superannuation death benefits are paid into a testamentary trust or into an estate that comes out into a testamentary trust? Well, the tax treatment will depend on if someone other than a tax dependent can potentially benefit from those super funds. Well, the tax treatment depends on whether a non-tax act dependent could potentially benefit from those super death benefits. In most discretionary trusts set up under a will or a testamentary discretionary trust, TDT, they're drafted very broadly. So the beneficiaries include generally the um, spouse, the children, the grandchildren, the cousins, the aunties, the uncles, related companies, related trusts. So because the trusts are so broad, a non-tax act dependent will end up potentially benefiting from any superannuation death benefits that are paid into the estate. And that means they won't get the concessional tax treatment, which is if if it's paid to a spouse or a minor child, it will be tax-free. However, if it's paid to someone else, the tax-free component will be tax-free, but the tax component will be taxed. And that will depend on the makeup of the fund. But generally, the taxation will be somewhere between, well, it'll be either 17% or it will be 32%. And life insurance, for example, paid into a super fund will generally have part of it at least taxed at 32% where it goes into a general testamentary discretionary trust. So where the will is not establishing a discretionary trust, it might say something like, I leave my estate to my spouse and my minor children. If those children are under 18 at the time of the death, then generally the super fund death payments could be completely tax-free. But the other way to do it is to have a separate trust in the will just for super, and that would be restricted. So the only beneficiaries of that trust are tax act dependents. So let's say Homer dies, he's got three kids, they're all under 18. 
if there was a separate trust for super, and this is often called a superannuation proceeds trust, the only beneficiaries of that trust would be his wife, Marge, and Lisa, Bart, and Maggie. So there would be no tax payable. It would still be a discretionary trust, but there's only four beneficiaries. It's like a closed class discretionary trust. So it can still be part of the testamentary trust, but it'll be a separate sub-trust. And in the wills that I do, I usually make this optional. And that's because Homer probably doesn't know when he's going to die. And if he died when all of his kids were over the age of 18, the only beneficiary of the superannuation proceeds trust would be Marge. So it would be essentially a bare trust although the trustee might have a power to accumulate, so it could have some asset protection benefits, but there'd be no flexibility or very little flexibility. So at the time of, or just after Homer dies, Marge might get together with the executor and they might say, well, we think it's best not to use the trust. And because it's optional, we might want the superannuation paid directly into the testamentary discretionary trust where extra tax will be payable. That's one-off tax. And then going forward, the income generated from that income can be distributed to minor children who will pay tax at adult tax rates. And that can lead to massive savings over many, many years to come. So as always, make sure you get legal advice from a solicitor and don't try this at home by yourself. Anyway, that's it for this week and thank you for listening. You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.